I watched, I had forgot Miami came on, so I watched that today. No, not that I forgot that it came on. I thought it came on Tuesday, like Tuesday and Wednesday and not Monday and Tuesday. Oh, okay, for whatever okay. reason. All right. So I was like, oh yeah, I got, I was like, how are we going to record and we ain't watch the episode? And I was like, oh, fuck it, come on Monday. Yeah. So I had to watch it today. And then I watched yesterday's yesterday. Now, I don't know if this episode just didn't do nothing for me. I feel like I remember shit that happened. I'm surprised. You talking about the Atlanta <laughs> episode? I'm yeah. surprised. All right, we're going to get into it. Yeah. I was like, John, going to have to refresh my memory because I watched it last night. And I promise you, I feel like I don't remember what happened. Yeah, because that Atlanta episode pissed me off. We'll get into it. We will get into it. What's up, 1515? I probably presents the rundown, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the official, unofficial podcast of MTV's Love and Hip Hop series. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? I am alive. Trevor, Simeon, what other, what up, what, Winston? There's some other Jamaican names. What's some other good Jamaican names? <laughs> What's uh, yo? Hold up! What's Safari's real name? Is that his birth name? Safari. Wow. I think I don't know. I just made that up. Did you check? <laughs> I think that might be his real name. Yeah. Oh, Lloyd. Lloyd is, is his, his middle name, of course. I'm about to say. I think Safari is his real name, though. Is it? Yeah. So he's born oh. 1981, and I said on the last episode that Amar was born 1990. Nine years there. He's 42 years old. Born July 4th in New Safari York City. Safari Lloyd. Samuels. Samuels. Huh. Yeah. Man of the I... hour. <laughs> All yeah. right. This is season 11, episode 10. This one was called Hot Tea Wet Banks. We start things off with Rennie Rucci. There was two scenes. So I had my gripes with, uh, what you call it, Miami. I had two scenes that bothered me on Atlanta. And then I was like, oh, I think Atlanta peaked. Because next episode, I'm like, oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Rudy and Sierra have a girl's day off. Oh, man, I'll be taking my notes and be beginning to look. And they're going to make candles. And I was like, didn't somebody else just do this? Didn't Jessica White and somebody just do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or make a perfume or something like that? Perfume like, or something like that. Just, just, Essential like, oil, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Rudy wants to be left alone someday. She's dealing with the roller coaster of emotions after her mom's passing. She talks about how she wished she had more time and how moments when she's actually oh. happy. Uh, she can't be that happy because someone's missing. Sierra tell, tells her to cherish moments in that beef, which brings them to Amy Luciani. Sierra wants to know why Rennie didn't tell her about beefing with Amy at their women empowerment event. Rennie felt like she handled it well, handled it well, even though she wanted to put hands on Amy. And at one point it didn't feel like Rennie was listening. Because Sierra was trying to spit her some little knowledge. And she's like, I'm going to do white because I'm a little slut. I didn't know white toes <laughs> or white fingers was a slut color. All right, whatever. Um, I didn't know it was a slut color. That's my toes as white. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't think I that's. I thought red was the Jezebel color. I thought so too. Sierra wants Rennie to, and Erica Banks to have a conversation. Rennie doesn't, uh, Rennie don't get the beef. You know, she's, she's confused. People be fucking with Rennie is what I guess. Yes, they do. Uh, I really feel like Rennie be like, I just be mad in my business, mm-hmm. and y'all come. If she had plans she on talking, me, I'd be mad in my business all the time. Yeah, she plans on talking like a grown, talking 
I like grown women with Erica. We'll get more on that. Scrappy visits Erica Dixon's shop to discuss this divorce thing. And he heard about Erica and Bambi butting hands at the grand reopening of the pink, uh, a.k.a. Um, Frost, the <laughs> Frost Bistro. Man, by the time that show come back, guys, <laughs> we're going to be like, yo, they might as well bring <laughs> old girl sick. back. Little light skin joint who left. Yeah. <laughs> as well, like, man, you've been, by the time they come back, that would been your break. Erica also, then, I'm so tired of these shows thinking they can take these two year hiatuses. Like, come on now, do better. Mm-hmm. Erica didn't like Bambi lying about things she had no reason, which is the abuse, I believe. And she claims that Bambi was behind all the rumors. So yo, you don't think Scrappy had no part in that. Even if Bambi was, Scrappy didn't shoot none of that down. He just let her go off, fly off at the hip. All right. That part. Scrappy does. That, if that's the case, then I'm gonna have a whole bunch of problems with my baby daddy. Yeah, Scrappy doesn't understand why she bringing up old stuff. Well, Bambi bringing up old stuff. He says he feels like a failure when it comes to Bambi's relationship because you know Bambi feels like she treated her wrong, blah blah. And Erica asks, "Yo, did you cheat on her?" He was quick to say no, but he walks it back. He said, "Cause I was entertaining Diamond," but he doesn't believe that that was a core reason for the divorce. Uh, we 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 get a clip of Amani. His, their daughter Instagram post about um, Bambi saying, don't ask me about that lady. Here's why I was confused. Confused. Like I'm damn scrappy. Uh, scrappy says <laughs> she didn't do anything disrespect, disrespectful. And he recalls when Imani called him that man. And if he would have left it at that, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But then he said, I called her and checked her. Like, Yo, who are you calling right. that man? Right. Like, you was just best if, asking if, if she didn't do nothing wrong. <sighs> And then Erica threw a shot and said, I told Imani to respect her elders and Bambi is way older than me and you. She was talking to her, talking to her. And I looked up Bambi and said 1986, uh, Erica's 1983, Scrappy's 1984. Even if Bambi is 1980, that's not way older than you. I don't, yeah. Bambi does not give me 70 babies vibe, but okay. Uh, let's take out, let's do Jessica White together because there's no need to leave this scene and come back to it. Jessica White is in the hospital getting ready for yeah, surgery. Yeah, all of this did happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was getting her endometrius removed. She has both sisters by her side. Um, she Beforehand, she's nervous because there's a chance she could lose some of her reproductive organs. So when do we get back to Jessica White? All right. Afterwards, and her recovery. sister. Yeah, her sister's Toya and Jenna. And Jenna's the one who put a suppository inside of her. Now, listen, Jessica White. I'm not telling you not to be proud of your sister, but if push come to shove, a lot of siblings who are close would do this. I'm not going to, like, if my brother needed me to do that shit for him, I'm not going to be like, nah, have Sarah do it. I ain't touching your butt. Like, I get it. It's, it is what it is, my G. It'd be weird for your, your family members to be like, I ain't doing that. Um, her recovery has been difficult for her. Things have been making her nauseous. The right fallopian tube is gone, and some of the right ovary is gone. But she has enough, and she has six months to get ish popping. I thought the doctor said a couple. I'm episodes like, why is it a limit to that, when she could get pregnant? Yeah, I thought the doctor said, "Yo, um, six months afterwards would be a good time," but it didn't seem like that's it, you know. And that's how she was yeah. taking it. She's like, "Yo, yeah. I, I either got to get my love life together or ask some man for a sperm." And I thought to myself, "Listen." I'm not pocket watching, but I know Jessica White was somebody in the modeling industry. And <clears throat> I'm not telling women how to feel and how to be. But I thought it would have seemed that she made enough money that if push comes to shove, she can get a surrogate. 
And yeah, I, know some I women, would say I would try to save some eggs, you yeah. know, while you got them in case, and then probably get a surrogate if some sort if you can. Yeah, I would thought that too. <coughs> okay, that's Jessica White for the episode. The Mean Girls. This scene right here makes no sense to me. I watched it twice, and I still can't figure out why they did this. What they did. Uh, Erica and Sierra love the aura at Bambi's new home. They discuss Erica and Sierra cussing around children before talking about safari and the watches. Erica throws shade and calls Amara the Miami girl. And she says her kids are so uh, are embarrassed. Um, she's, she says safari embarrassed their kids so these two could be a talking point. Her kids didn't get anything for their birthdays. And he picks and chooses when he wants to be in their life. He loved Bomb Amara the like he did with Erica, you know, before they had got serious. He was all about kids. He was, you know, connected with King, her son from a previous relationship, but then switched up when they did have kids. Uh, she thinks Safari uses her depression to get at her. She recalls a story. This is a wild boy. I really wish cameras are around, but you can see Safari <laughs> do be getting emotional. Where Safari pulled up, shirt open. Coochie cutter shorts, apolo- crying, apologizing. She was like, oh, God, answer my prayers. You know, people really do change. And we get a clip of them being flirty, he grabbing her by the neck, kissing her on the cheek. And the, she shows it to the girls. And they said, yo, did y'all fuck? She said, no, I was on my period. But he ate me out. And they was just like, what? And like Safari's little nasty man. And he probably just stayed on the clip, you know. He's probably what he did, but um, yo, who's like, so funny. We don't ever talk about this though. Who is quote unquote nasty? And by nasty, we, I'm talking sexy, freaky. I'm not talking like disgusting. Even disgusting. They, even uh-huh. they go, you could, if you feel that way, the guy who do it or the woman who let him do it, who freaky? <laughs> oh, the person who do it. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say whoever brought it up. <laughs> Shit, that's too. Cause you, why? Why is your brain thinking that? Cause the guy be like, just let me go ahead and go down on you real quick. All right, March seventeenth. Uh, she gets a call from Sierra, and they, boy, they play this. Cause up what like, am I supposed to do with that? You can't kiss me or nothing. Like what? <laughs> okay. I threw out a random question, moved on, and your brain is like, what am I? We can't kiss on the lips. I guess he can kiss you. Kiss you on your neck and stuff like that, and whatever. All right. Um, it's going to be a no for me, dog. Um, March 17th, she gets a call from Sierra, and Bambi's like, Yo, y'all took me out the group chat? What's going on? What happened? And they go to commercial break on this, and I'm thinking, This is something devastating. Long story short, Sierra says Safari called her and tried to get with her, saying, like, Yo, I've been, you know, I've been feeling you. You would come over and cook. I was taking pictures of you. And that he wanted to be a relationship. I believe that. Here's the thing. Even if I believe that he did it, I don't believe he want to be with Sierra. I believe he be throwing shit out there. <laughs> like I believe, mm-hmm. I, like with how Erica says, like he'd do anything to get at me. I think he would do that, but I don't think he was. If Sierra was like, "Yeah, I'm down," on some real shit, like we can't air it on the pod. I mean, on a on the show or something like that. I'd be like, I don't think he'd have been like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do that." Uh, and when did he do this? Because Sierra, you was married, or you been with Eric, and nobody knew. So uh-huh. did he know? Did he try to shoot shot while you was with Eric? Sierra felt like he just wanted a reaction. She calls him a selfish creep. Took a month to tell 
Erica because she saw the total on the relationship and the divorce it took on her. Like, yo, you lost weight and all this. Bambi says, y'all need to pay these men dust. Create some boundaries. I don't be talking to Scrappy if it ain't got nothing to do with our kids, blah, blah. And this brings Bambi to talking about being that lady after she was, quote, unquote, attacked. No, uh, afterwards, she has been attacked since calling. She's, so Imani called her that lady, and she put she used it on her post. We see a tweet from Erica Dixon saying, uh, calling Bambi a goofy-looking asshole. Big Charlie horse, lamb chop, sing along. Ain't going to do nothing to you, Imani. Mama D sends a loving message to Imani and calls Bambi out for being insecure and envious. And then Diamond posted horse emojis. Erica Mena wonders if men ever think, yo, I should make the, mo- the mother of my child life a little bit easier. And I'm like, they were like, nope, never. And then they hit us with two hours later. I thought like these girls that got into a fight because they were drinking. No. There was like a Twitter war or Instagram war or whatever. So Erica commented about how, what's her girl name? Bambi was in a hot tub with Benzino. So Bambi posted the police report. Then Mama D came back and said, mm-hmm. everybody is hurting. Amani was like, stop worrying about my mama. What do you be doing for your kids? And Erica said, this is not a good look. So that was that. Now here's my, they were back to back. So I didn't like the framing of, it seemed like something bad happened to Sierra when it happened to Safari. I mean, Erica Mena. This mm-hmm. pool party right here. This pool party. <laughs> First of all, it looked real tight in there. I felt like there was over, if there was a fire marshal there to kick them people out, there was too many people in there. And it was in like a neighborhood neighborhood. Like you got to cut a block. Yeah. Like, yo, yeah. the big tree, make a left right there. Then you can. I said, what is going on? So Scrappy wants, he throws this poor party so everybody can live their life because he is going through some things. And for support, he got Jock and Safari. And this disappointed me because these men are all around my age. So Scrappy asked Safari about the Rolexes. Like, yo, I seen you with Amari. You got the Rolexes, blah, blah. And before he could chime in, Jock says, yo, they was hating on you. Like, we ain't doing nothing for his kids, blah, blah. Bunch of single women. And Safari says, what they don't understand is, I'm single. They was like, yeah. Listen. No. (laughs) I'm not saying saying that I check each and every one of my friends. Like, like just going hard at them. But at that moment, I looked at Safari and said, listen, that's all well and good. But I'm going to tell you, there's no way on God's green earth that cameras would have seen me doing something for somebody else's kids that they didn't see me do for my own. Me do for my, yep. That's it. I wouldn't, even if I had did something for my kids in private, then Amari, uh, Amari would have, I mean, Amara would have, that would have been done in private. There's no way I would have done that. And then Safari was like, man, it's my money. I do what I want. If y'all got a problem with it, y'all Safari go to hell. like a big ass kid. He is. <laughs> Chaotic. The other kid. <clears throat> See, listen, here's the thing. Nick Jock, I, I get it. You married and everything. But the fact that they put you in this Jock scene with don't them. don't be on the show, but I be missing Jock. Look. But the fact that they put him in this scene, but you didn't see Kirkham and DC's in the scene. They were hanging out with these guys. They're like, all right. Chaotic arrives. He's happy and excited for some bro time. Scrappy tells the fellas he tried to address the Bambi and Marnie situation. And, you know, I went over there to tell her that Marnie didn't mean anything at all. And she turned around and recorded me. Safari calls it weak. Nobody respects it. 
Scrappy wants to live like Chaotic and Safari. And Chaotic says, if you want to be like me, you got to run for two M's, monogamy and marriage. And then he and then he told the producers he should pass his polygamy. A poly, he, 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 he messed it up because of polygamy. Yes, he said I think, polygamy. Oh, yeah. It's poly- Here's my problem, too, though. Chaotic is typical because he's telling his boys, yo, I ain't getting married and I ain't going to be tied down to no one woman. But he's not telling Amy and Erica I'm not going to be tied because they both like, yo, if we get together, we're going to be exclusive. All right. Chaotic brings up the twin watches and how he knew in Jamaica they were messing around. And he's surprised because Amara didn't want to claim him. He says they've been having sex prior to Jamaica and after reunion. He learned about this two weeks ago from Amara. I don't know why Amara would be so forthcoming with chaotic, but take it, take it, take it how you will. Because that's her Miami friend. They got a, they got an alliance or something. They all. Yo, am I? I'm. I might be the outlier, guys. I don't care that much about my friend's sex life. I don't be asking about yo who you fucking, how long y'all been fucking. But on this show, they be asking all sorts of questions. I'm like, I don't care. Got to uh, keep the people going. Yeah, Diamond looked like she was dressed for carnival. And she had to walk these little streets, these little neighborhoods. Something looked different about her. Uh, she, I don't know what it is, but it's something in the face. Look, hair, like. What was no? What's old dude name? Scrappy called them the tight face twins or whatever he called them. She was she looked a little tight in her face too. Uh, they reflect on how far they came, and right now they are pushing nerves. But Diamond don't feel sorry for Bambi. She's a flirt. What can she say? Bambi is out here looking bad. Um, she will address the Goonies, Sierra, who she called New Face, and Erica is a space cadet. Is that like the new, you know, back in the day, they're like, your mom's an astronaut. And I don't, I never understood why that was an insult, but I guess it was. I don't know. She calls them the tight face. Or maybe he calls them the tight face guap. And she says, Bambi was trying to be her friend 11 years ago, and she's probably paranoid because she was in that hot tub with Ms. Zeno. And she needs to keep my name out of her. All right, listen. I know y'all be wanting to make fun of her for being that hot tub. Her riding that bike is more embarrassing than her being that hot tub. (laughs) And I want more clips of her riding that bike. Golly. All right. And this is the scene where the next scene was um, Jessica White. So we'll end with therapy session. Rennie meets with Erica Banks to move past the pettiness. And they got right to it because... Rennie, first of all, there was no hug. Erica was already sitting down. Rennie come in, grab the menu, like, hey, you already ordered something? She's like, look, it is not that. Let's not. Mm-mm. All right, fine. Let's not. So Erica beef is because Rennie, I guess the guy name was Finesse, that was talk, hit him up while they were, I'm confused. This is what I wrote, guys. Erica beef is because of Finesse, some guy she was dating. Rennie hit him up wanting to work. And she says, what you doing talking to my ex while I'm with him? Huh? Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> that part. I was like, this, this no. I, the argument was silly. That's what I'm, I just feel like people be picking on Rennie. I don't understand. So she says, um, Rennie says though, yo, he told me he made a song about me while he was locked up. Now here's my thing too. Sarah watches Love at the Lockup, so I do know these men in jail begin women. But the fact that she But how do they begin I don't under, I don't get it because like is there a Facebook for a comic? Yes, there is. 
there's like a dating site for convicts. Um, and uh, why? Who put it together? How know. you get access? The worst part about it is how you taking pictures to post. Maybe what you this, talking maybe about so, your, uh, maybe your hobbies? Just, oh, I like going to the yard around noon and staying there for the time that I, think, I have. I think and the pictures. I like working out <laughs> and eating bologna sandwiches, mm-hmm. like with mustard. Yeah. What like what? I think the pictures on there were just their mug shots. I don't know if you could put more pictures on there <laughs> than that. Yeah, because so they. They in the choir, like, hey, yo, yeah. my boy in the library doing folded clothes in the laundry. Like, yeah. yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So, uh, what, what, whatever we Oh, so then, if Finesse was in jail, but Rennie Man was just in jail, and later on we learned in that episode, this uh, sit-down that Erica had messed with him before he got with Rennie. And I'm like, what is going on? What? Okay. Why y'all world so damn small? I know. For somebody who's in Texas and somebody in South Carolina, I'm really confused about this shit. Um, really claims she didn't talk to him after the, uh, him and Erica got together and felt like if Erica had beef, she could have communicated. Erica says, you know what? We weren't close like that. She said, hold up, bitch. You was trying to suck my pussy. So how we not close? And Erica says, she hey. She said, we ain't got to be close for that. <laughs> do, all right, let's do some things. Do people honestly forget or honestly think the car is not going to be played? Because sometimes when you go into heated arguments with somebody, you got to expect the unexpected. That they're going to play it like you was trying to talk to me. You was trying to do this. You was trying. That card is going to be played. And if, you, if you're not ready for it or you don't have a comeback for it, just, just leave it alone. It's not that serious. Erica, uh, she really got beef because, like I said, she had sex with someone Brittany had got with and said nothing about it. Erica points out that they are two different people, which Brittany agreed with. On two different levels, which Rennie did not agree with. She tells Rennie, you need some therapy. Huh? Like you mental. Huh? You need you need a cup of wine. And then she throws a cup of something in her face. <laughs> and they try to make it more dramatic than they end, but I think uh, than it was. I think they got into it. Security got in between them real quick. It was the pullback on the punch for me. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, Rennie leaves and calls Sierra to tell her it went bad. Sierra wants Rennie to apologize and says, I, I w- do no such thing. No. And then she was like, well, if Erica apologized for what she said, Sierra is worried that Rennie's going to become like, like her. Um, there were some <sighs> shots in there. crazy mm-hmm. sometimes. That's so... Let's see. Rennie said violence is not the answer, but some lines shouldn't be crossed. Uh, Erica said in her talking heads that you know, Rennie steals songs. She probably was still a man. She has no morals, no ethics, no hit songs. And after the fight says she don't write her own music, um, she can't even use her own words. She should be a sumo wrestler or work for the WWE. Next time. On- it was her being shocked that Rennie punched her though. Like, she got a clean punch too, boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> reaching back was like, boy, I was like, shit. All right. Mm-hmm. Rennie says, stop fucking playing. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Okay. All right. Next time on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. It, oh my God. This was the funniest scene, y'all. Eric was up here hanging out with Sierra. And she was talking about how, hey, man, they've been trying to serve you, trying to do this. He said, I bet they have. And then some dude just popped up on him and said, You, Eric White? He going to try to say, Nah. And then he served him anyway. I don't. Listen, here's the thing. 
I get not being served if you're getting sued. I don't understand the logic of not getting served if you're getting divorced. Like, fam, if you want to leave me, then you can leave me. It is, it is yeah. quite all right. I'm not going to hold you hostage. This what bothers me next week. Spice learns that Safari has been paying child support. So then she confronts Erica. And I said, now listen, the scene, I can't even say the scene was edited because the question she should have asked Erica, we'll see if this happens. I mean, not Erica, Safari next week is, so when did you start paying? Because it looked like when he says it, it's 2023, which means, that, I mean, yeah. they got divorced last year. It was finished. Right. It could have been six to eight months where he wasn't paying. And that's what she was talking about. Because this whole season, we haven't really been hearing about Safari and child support. She's been no, too busy in Bambi's and Scrappy's business to be talking about Safari. Anyway, Spice gets the key to the region. And uh, that's, that's about it. Uh, let's get into some news and rumors. Two love and hip hop. Uh, well, one alum and one newbie were going at it. Cardi B's goes. Cardi B goes back and forth with love and hip hop Atlanta's Amy Luciani over ghost writing comments. So Amy Luciani was a guest on the Baller Alert show, show, and she was discussing writing sessions she had been in. She described a writing camp she attended where Cardi B was the attendant artist for the song. "Quote: A lot of people didn't know I wrote for uh, wrote for people." I have been a writing session for Cardi B and I'll leave it at that. That was my biggest, that was my most biggest opportunity. And I saw the clip and I was like, most biggest don't go together. But, you know, you're just talking. Um, <laughs> and when she, so I had seen this headline, I saw that and I said, don't bring up anybody. I'm from the era where you didn't tell people who you ghost wrote for. Her. Uh-huh. You was keeping that mess quiet as hell. And in the, in the uh, long story short, what she wrote didn't even make the song. It didn't, it didn't even get used. But she still was using Cardi B's name. So, but here's the thing. I think Amy was wrong for using Cardi. I think Cardi is wrong for addressing this. I'm like, we it's public knowledge you don't write like that. So uh Cardi caught wind of the comments and was less than thrilled. She accused the uh, Luciani of lying about writing on her album. But I'm like, see now she never said she wrote the album. She said she wrote she was part of a camp, right? Um Cardi Clapback calling Luciana disrespectful for alluding to to her using writers during the interview. Cardi says, never have me and my team booked out writing sessions. So if that's true, then yeah, I would take that. I'd be disrespectful by that. I think in the end, Amy Luciana says, even though I feel disrespectful for her, I'm not tripping. Women really treat each other like shit. It's exhausting. I couldn't be any kinder or impatient with her while we were talking, I never, I would have never reposted our DMs. So that's that. And then E has a new show coming. I don't know if you saw this. It's called E's House of Villains, and it puts infamous reality stars, TV stars, under one roof. Let me give you guys this lineup. Among the competitors, The Apprentice alum Amarosa, VH1 mm. staple Tiffany New York Pollard. Mm. Vanderpump Rules, Cade Jax Taylor. I don't know what the cast also includes Johnny Fairplay from Survivor, Kareen Olympios from The Bachelor, Johnny Bananas from The Challenge, Shake Shatterjee from Love is Blind. You watch Love is Blind. What's this person's name? Shatterjee. Who? Shake 
Shattergy. Oh, that? they put Shake on there. Yeah, and also Bobby Lights from Love and Hip Hop Miami, Tanisha Thomas from Bad Girls Club, and and Fisa Arkepchenko from Ninety Day Fiance. I know I probably messed her name up. I probably, Yo, I'm sorry. Shake was so trash, bruh. So trash. The notorious personalities uh, ever to live in a house together and compete for a $200,000 grand prize. House of Villain premieres Thursday, October 12th at 10, 9 central. All right. That is the That's episode. That's promo. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't covering it, so... <laughs> That's how they gonna get out of us. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. As actually Shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappity Chat at I Miz with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website fifteen fifteen F. Check out the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. If you have any thoughts, questions, text us or leave us a voicemail at three three one two four zero seventeen thirty two. 331-240-1732 Until next time, guys. I say peace. She says. Bye.